Happy Tuesday, everybody. Sherm here, the crazy agent. Thank you so much for chiming in. Today's Sherman speaking series, we're talking about networking when it comes to career progression. It's extremely important, no matter where you find yourself in your career, that you want to be able to continually meet new people and experienced people in your current industry. Now you might say, hey, I work at a manufacturing firm. I don't need to know this stuff kind of, Sherm. Um, I work, you know, eight to eight. I'm 12, you know, 12 hours on. I'm, five, you know, four days a week. I don't need to worry about networking. The reason why you need to worry about it is because the moment that you need the network, you're not gonna have it. And so you might say, oh, my, my, my company's super solid. Let's say your company gets bought up by somebody else. And now all of a sudden, now they already have somebody that's in that exact same role and they no longer see you of any value. One, maybe you're overpaid versus that other person. Maybe they have automated machines that already do that. You might find yourself not even in the manufacturing realm. You might find yourself, let's say, in financial institutions, which right now are in the merger and acquisition business continually. You're constantly seeing financial institutions being bought out left and right from each other. And again, a lot of times in the corporate setting, they might already have those um, individuals. Or if you're like a friend of mine that was in the leadership and development area, they actually outsource that to leadership and development consulting companies and completely remove that from the corporate office. I even know individuals that work, um, they worked for an organization in, let's say, their uh, is their cafeteria area. He was a chef. And then when the company got bought out by another organization, that company had the attitude of, we don't have anyone in-house, we actually outsource that to Cisco, like S-Y-S-C-O company. And so they no longer had any value. And so I find it extremely, um, almost it's almost um, negligent, for, not negligent, that's the wrong word, but it's almost um, irresponsible. For us as an individual when we're working, not to be able to put something out there from a standpoint of having that network. And so it doesn't mean that you need to be super gregarious. It doesn't mean you need to be super outgoing. What you want to do is you want to deliver moves in order to help yourself succeed at connecting with those right people. And so look at industry events. Um, I find those to be a ton of fun. I like to know what other people are doing. I like to know what other companies are up to. I like to keep a hand on the pulse of my industry. And also, I like to know what different talents out there, who's crushing it out there, and who's my competition. The other thing that I want to be able to make sure that I'm aware of is what are they taking their organization somewhere? Um, are they doing something that's a little more unique when it comes to recruiting, when it comes to social media, when it comes to their overall presence? So not only is networking good for you to be able to have the network of people in case you need to go somewhere from a career perspective or a company perspective, but it also gives you the ability to know exactly what's going on in your industry. Now, other people, you might find, hey, dealing with other uh, real estate agents, I don't want to deal with other real estate agents, but then maybe there's an opportunity for you to be able to network then, at, let's say, a chamber event or a non-affiliated industry, and so you're getting basically other people in a whole multitude of different industries. Um, I know people belong to Business Networking International or BNI. Other people do belong to the chamber. Other people belong to maybe an alumni group, and these are great ways that you're sharing a common theme, something that you really enjoy and also you're able to then drive for something that you want um, when it comes to building out your network. Um, the other one, of course, let's not neglect social media when it comes to networking. Probably one of the strongest ones from a business perspective is LinkedIn. And I would, and LinkedIn is definitely getting a little bit more evolved now that you can add video. There's a great opportunity to be able to showcase what you can do digitally and not just a digital resume format. Because that's what people basically use LinkedIn right now is they basically say, hey, this is what I've done. Here's my, here's my bullet 
bullet points. The, some of the more stronger ways that you can leverage LinkedIn is by um, not only are you connecting with other individuals, but you're recommending what they're doing. Hey, here's a buddy of mine that I worked with over at uh, the previous firm. He just crushes it, really like his skill set. So you're recommending other people. What a great way to be able to sh um, show some gratitude. Uh, maybe you had a, an amazing boss that you want to be able to show some gratitude online. The other thing that you can do as well is you can start posting specific things um, out there from an expertise standpoint to be able to showcase yourself as a thought leader in your industry and the beauty about being able to do that is it's just another way digitally that you can have a presence online networking remember the word work is inside networking let's get at it sherms out hey sherms positive vibes here uh enjoyed your segments as usual but this one about leadership and uh, one thing you kept on saying like raising our voice or yelling or screaming that's most likely or being rude is that really the smartest way to get um, the best out of your team or your employees and so on um, I think one thing that for perspective right because um, like for example I've been in both leadership and non-leadership so right now currently let's say I'm working in a call center for someone to maybe be on the floor for example taking calls and then moving to leadership it's really perspective do they really let it to a point get to their head um, you know, I guess everybody's approach is a little bit different. Um, and again, it just comes down to perspective, I guess. And you just hope that, you know, as an employee or as a leader, you're just continuously working on uh, getting better. Hey, Sherman, I loved this segment. And this totally took me back to my recruiting days. Um, I used to work in campus recruiting. I used to do some corporate recruiting. Um, one of our family businesses does recruiting and um, I spent a decent amount of time in that organization. And that was one of the things that always blew my mind is when we'd have people reach out to me specifically because they knew I was in recruiting. And they're like, hey, I just got laid off from my company. What should I do? I, you know, and, it's, and my first question is always, well, you know, have you gone to your network, right? Have you talked to those people that you know in that that industry? And, the, and how many times somebody said, you know, I don't have a network. I don't have people I can reach out to. It just blew my mind, especially in this day and age with social media. There's really no excuse for it. Um, everybody's so connected these days. And if you're not using that to build out a network professionally and personally, you're missing out on an unbelievable opportunity. And like you said, it may not be for business development, but for your own career. Josh. I am Josh Newton. Sure, I'm crazy. Thanks so much for your call, man. Really appreciate that. Um, and, and and you're right. It's interesting that people only want to network when it's their best interest, right? And you can read those people a mile away. You can see them a mile away. You're at a networking event. You're at a chamber event. And you're talking with people, and you realize that you know what's happening. The reality is that the only reason why this person's talking to me is because they need something from me. It's not the other way around. They don't want to get to know me. They only want to engage because they need something from me. And that desperation of need is totally smellable. You can, you can, you can, see, you can smell it on the person that the only reason why they're networking is because they need a job. And you don't want to be at that part of life where all of a sudden you're in desperation mode because, hey, the only reason why you're reaching out to me is because you need something. Oh, you don't really want to catch up. You want to catch up, but you also want to be able to make sure that your voice is heard um, and you want something from me, right? So that's one thing that we definitely want to avoid is this need that um, you're at the mercy of coming across as desperate. So 
And again, I don't, it doesn't mean that you have to be like uber gregarious or that you have to sell people something. Connect with people in order to know what other people are doing. So you're doing it from the standpoint that you can be connected with others. At the same time, if maybe you're a giver, then network with other people so that way you can be a resource to others that are, let's say, just graduating from college, they're just, uh, they just, you know, experienced a career change like we talked about, and you can be a resource then to connect them. You could be like, oh, hey, you're looking for a job? A buddy of mine works at this local manufacturing company. Oh, you, you're looking for a place to work? I know this farmer down the street that is looking to, uh, that needs somebody to help on the, help on the farm, right? Like, there's a whole multitude of different ways that you can network and find the pleasure from it. So if you're a giver, then network to be able to know other people and be able to connect people, be a connector. Um, the same thing I would tell anybody that's even in college is that you need to make sure that you are starting to network and build out your LinkedIn profile now. If you're 19 years old or 18 years old, build it now. So that way, once you're ready to graduate, again, you're not coming across as the desperate college student that needs a job to start paying off the student loan debt. When you start building out your network right now, that you have aspirations for the future, then you're gonna start, then you'll have the network when you want it, or if you need the network when things go, things go different on you. Sure, so. Hey, Sherm, you touched on a really great point in that uh, reply there to Mike Holland. I think you should treat your network kind of like a savings account. You know, so it's not something you can build up when you need it. It's something you have to build up beforehand. And it's not something that just exists all of a sudden. It's something you actually have to pour into. It's something you have to make deposits into. So you have to be positively affecting your network before you actually need to take something from it. So if you open up a savings account and you don't put anything in there, you have nothing when you need it. And your network's going to be exactly the same way. You have to be helping other people. You have to be building that network by being the guy who's connecting people or helping people out, providing leads if you're a business development guy, you know, whatever it is, referrals, anything like that, it can be ways that you're putting into your network so that you actually have something to withdraw when you need it. Josh, I am Josh Newton. Thank you so much for that call. I really appreciate that. And what a wonderful analogy. I really like that when it comes to building out your network. Number one is the moment that you need it, it won't be there and that you can make deposits into it and you can make withdrawals. Deposits are the good things that you can do, connecting with new people, helping new people get connected, um, introducing um, a new person to, let's say, the industry or a new person to your company, to the different movers and shakers, uh, <clears throat> a new move into the area, you introduce them to the right people. Those are some positive deposits into your network. Having one-on-one -on -one conversations, um, finding out what people are doing, helping them get connected with other individuals. Depo uh, withdrawals are going to be the things that when, when you need something, to be introduced to that CEO, to be introduced to that new business owner, to be introduced to that HR director, to be introduced to that, uh, the recruiter. Those are ways that we withdraw and make deposits on our network. And I just love that. That's key. Uh, what a great analogy, Josh, that we only need it when we need it. We only want to have a network when we need it. The moment that you don't think you need one is probably the right moment when you should start building one. And so I have, I don't think I've ever met anyone 
that ever wished their network was smaller. And I've never met anyone in business that was okay with just getting by. That if things kind of didn't go the right way or <clears throat> they didn't belong, they, they weren't partnered up with the right company or have the right role. Uh, there wasn't anything, anybody I've ever met that was just like, I'm okay with that. I, I, I'd rather be kind of a smaller scale person. What about you? What kind of scale are you building? What kind of deposits are you making into your network? Or what kind of withdrawals are you making? Sherm's out.